the Refuge Project. Well, welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place that we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. I am your host. I am Pastor David, and I'm doing this thing solo today. Man, my schedule has been so so busy we normally try to knock these things out on tuesday edit them through the week release them on thursday and i tell you it has been nuts and um i wasn't able to do it on on tuesday so i called james i was just like hey man let's try to do a solo one the next couple weeks because my schedule is not going to slow down for the next couple weeks um so you might get one from me this week and then maybe one from James next week or we might be able to get back in the studio together. We don't know. We'll see where it goes. But what we do know is we appreciate every one of you guys for tuning in every single week. Um, just, you know, listening to a bunch of our nonsense that we put out there. And I know that uh, last week I went on a little rant. You know, had I had a you know just you know a bad couple of weeks. We all have a bad couple of weeks. And I do want to apologize to my son for putting his all of his business out there. You know, young, growing, sixteen-year-old little boy, young man, I should say, good kid, good kid. Um, I'm proud to be his father, um, but you know, kind of put his business out there a little bit. And I didn't mean to do that. But, you know, sometimes a father will be a father. Say some things. So he listened. And uh, his mom and uh, him got together and said, they're going to start a podcast so they can just talk about me all the time. Since I always bring them up in, um, in the podcast or when I'm preaching or stories when I'm teaching. They just want to put me on blast a little bit, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes it's tough being a PK or a preacher's husband. Because, you know, listen, when we get out there and we talk and we do these things, it's like, you know, real life is what people want to know. And if we don't share what's going on in our real life, it gets boring. So we got to share these opportunities. Some of the best stories that have ever came out of preaching is some of Pastor Ron's stories that we've had here and he's told in the pulpit, you know, at his family's expense at times, probably so. But you know what? Um, it's for the kingdom is what I tell him. It's for the kingdom. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good podcast today. I think I got something, um, you know, that we just really need to talk about for a second. Um, I think there's a lot of things going on in culture right now. Um, a lot of things that's happening. Uh, we have our um, our family conference coming up, and um, I'm looking forward to this. And uh, I I know that. Family is so important. The structure of family of uh, one man, one woman, two kids, white picket fence, all that. Um, you know, it's important to have a family structure. Uh, if you look at the world um, today, that family structure is falling apart. So 
um, I just brought the idea up to pastor about having a family conference and um, I even tried to get out of it at one time and he was just like, no, this is super important. It's something we need to do because we do marriage. You know, we youth go to youth camp, kids go to kids camp, um, but we don't have anything that ties it all together. And uh, this is a, a good opportunity for us to tie this all together. And that's going to be um, October 14th through the 16th. So if you're in the area, make sure you come and do that. Um, I'm not for sure if it's going to be online or not. I know Sunday the 16th will uh, be a live stream. Um, so yeah, to stay tuned for that. We're going to have a great time. Brother uh, Melvin Adams, he's a globetrotter, um, played for the San Antonio Spurs and a couple other teams. Just a tremendous, tremendous speaker is going to come out and share on Friday night. Um, we're going to have lots of giveaways and stuff like that. But I know this is going to be uh, a good time for everybody. Let's jump right into Culture Corner. I don't have a lot for Culture Corner. Uh, but if I do look back to my early days, we lost uh, DMX not too long ago. Uh that was kind of a hit. You know, DMX was one of those guys that struggled with his faith. Uh, he loved the Lord from the very beginning and he just had some, he had some things and some drug issues that, uh, that he couldn't escape. And, uh, we lost him. And then, uh, this past week, uh, we lost Coolio. You know, Coolio had the wild hair before the island boys. Uh, he had the, the crazy braids that were sticking up all over his hair. Um, and, uh, we lost him, man. And, um, another one of those guys that, uh, you know, that shaped culture back in the nineties. Um, his biggest hit was uh, gangster's paradise. And, uh, so shout out to the, uh, Coolio's family and all that would we'll definitely be praying for you guys. Um, and I know that. Uh, through all that, there's some things that are going on in the world that the enemies, you know, constantly attacking and, and, and moving through, uh, men. And, uh, Coolio was only 59. And I tell you what, the, the closer that I get to some of these things, I, uh, I really begin to think about my health and the things that I've done to my body and all of those, um, all of those things in, in, in my life. And, um, and it just really starts to concern me a little bit, you know? Um, so just gotta be, just gotta be really just understanding what, what God is doing and what, what, uh, you know, what, how, 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 how should we take the, these later years and we should take them a little bit more, uh, serious than, uh, some, some of the way that us men do things. All right. I got a song for you guys today. It's by my boy, Von Juan Bow Down. Sometimes I have a hard time living it all 
From a thug life, but lately I've been noticing I ain't been walking upright. Compromising small things, too much 97 9. Now I'm dishing out apologies 97 times. Christ gave me a level mind, but I brought that level time. Thought my flesh had earned the right to spend the night out on the time. Real street full time, felt like Christ let me down. Made me move my family out the state and back in record time. I was confused, humiliated, and worthless. I lost my urge to minister in churches. It's so hard to fight. The devil off when he emerges Once my flesh is weak I start losing sight of my purpose Letter to everyone I've heard That ain't the reputation I'm trying to take to the dirt I know I've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb And found humility to get you out of any jam Forgive me, Thistle, forgive me, Jason I left my pride in the V with me giving praises to the great one And my apologies to little Roddy, you was right It was time my lyrics were glorifying me more than Christ I was worried about the ice, now I'm boasting about the price Then I saved your paid up on that cross for my eternal life Seems like just some days ago I was available for Satan's gold was straddling the fence to justify making my pain so That's my boy Vaughn Juan Bow Down. What a great song, man. I remember when he recorded that song. Um, man, it was a hit. You know, it was all over the the um, it was all over the Christian charts. And even with some secular uh, spots picked it up. Um, just a really, really great song. Really, really great song. Uh, shout out to my boy Vaughn. Love you, man. So let's get right into the main topic for the day. 
Um, this is something that's been going around. It's really hot right now. A lot of people are talking about it on social media. Uh, it's the new Netflix documentary about Jeffrey Dahmer. And I, I, I just want to be upfront and honest. I've watched, I don't know, maybe three episodes and then uh, turned it off. Uh, went back to try to watch another episode, I think, and then I just couldn't do it. Okay, it was just, um, it didn't feel right in my spirit. I uh, felt very demonic. Um, and I'm not for sure what the producers and the writers of the show was trying to do, but it gave me a very unsettling feeling watching uh, the documentary about this. Um, not really. I think it was like a docu series, so not really a documentary style, but more of a uh, a movie style talking about his life. Um, um, so it was it was a, a little bit intense. They started the very first scene off um, with the uh, attempted murder of the one that actually got him caught last um, and for good. Um, so, I don't really want to get into what was going on with the documentary, but um, there's some interesting things that I've that I've seen since the since the documentary has come out, um, or since this Netflix special has come out. Um, not only on Netflix, but there has been a lot of posts on social media that says "Do not watch it." I do not um, encourage anybody to watch it. It's just not good for the soul. Um, it's very dark, very, uh, like I said, it's got a very demonic feel to it. Um, so don't watch it, but some things have come out about Jeffrey Dahmer and, and some things, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer was, um, probably, um, one of the worst serial killers ever in America. Uh, Dahmer was responsible for, um, 16 deaths that we know of um, and mainly to uh, black and Hispanic young men and um, so you know he's one of those iconic figures of just death and destruction in America he got like 16 life sentences and something like a thousand years or something so he was really never coming out of prison. But there was something that what happened uh, kind of later on in his last interview um, before he died, serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer repented and accepted Jesus and was baptized in prison. Okay. Let's just play, just listen to what Jeffrey Dahmer says here in this interview. person doesn't think that there, there is a God to be accountable to, then, then what's, what's the point of, of trying to uh, modify your behavior to keep it within acceptable ranges? Uh, that's how I thought anyway. And uh, I've since come to believe that uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is truly God, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're the only true God. I've come to since come to believe that uh, that the Lord Jesus Christ is the true Creator of uh, the heavens and the earth, 
it just didn't just happen and uh, I have accepted him as my Lord and Savior and I believe that I as long as alright so he's saying that he believes Jesus is the Lord and Savior um, earlier in the interview he was talking about giving up on evolution how could you just come for nothing um, and if you do believe that then there's got to be a higher standard um, so in the interview it sounds like he's given his life to the Lord right and of course we don't know and, and, and I tell you As a Christian that's been a Christian all of my life, even even in the times of of backslide, I still love the Lord. Okay, um, I've done a lot of wrong things in my life, but I still love the Lord. So, I have a redemption story. But when we talk about like murderers, like Jeffrey Dahmer, that that done some really horrific things. Um, what he done to these people, not just as the murder, but the torture and the, the way that he disposed of the bodies and, and kept, kept them and the cannibalism and, and the trophies of bones and, and all of these things. It, it really stirred up something inside of me where I questioned, like, is he really saved? And, and, and I know that I'm not the judge, but it's hard to think that somebody as evil as Dahmer um, is going to be in heaven one day. Pause. And will we see him in heaven one day? Is this a just another one of his stunts and he's um you know trying to stir up some things in in people or or is he is this is you know last chance of not burning in hell I, I i mean i don't i don't know some of these things but what i've done as i've 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 listened to some things and I've read some different things and, and there's this man named Roy, Roy Ratcliffe and he's a minister and after this encounter of God that Jeffrey Dahmer had the the prison reached out to Roy Ratcliffe probably some kind of chaplain of the prison that he was in and he was called uh, to come meet with Dahmer because Dahmer wanted to be, um, he wanted to be baptized after his newfound faith. And, and at this time, uh, some unknown person had sent Jeffrey Dahmer a Bible in prison and a, along with this correspondence, um, worksheet where he could work out some of the things that he was reading and it was back and forth, but it was unknown who it was. So he had a lot of questions, but at the same time that he was had these questions, he was studying the Bible. And so they wanted to call in a minister for him. And, and he began to talk to Roy Radcliffe, which is now has a, a, a book out talking about his encounter with Dahmer. And he began to meet with Dahmer every Wednesday and make sure that he understood what he was doing. And uh, he baptized Dahmer while he was in prison. 
I continued the process of walking Dahmer through his faith every Wednesday until Dahmer ended up being killed in prison himself. Uh, Dahmer was saved about eight or eight or nine months, I think, before that he was murdered along with another gentleman in in prison taking a shower. Man, struggles, right? These struggles. But when you see certain things and you hear certain things that we know that the Bible talks about them and and we know that it's good for some people, but is it is it good for all people? And and we hope at, at one day that if we ever had a chance to give our life to the Lord, that the Lord would truly forget our past. But when it comes to something as evil as Jeffrey Dahmer, could it be him too? Is it is it true when God says in Second Timothy, here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of who I am the worst. This is Paul talking to Timothy. Right? And then if we go back to Acts chapter 7, we see Stephen being stoned by Saul, right? And fast forward to Acts chapter 9, where you see Paul's conversion himself, right? When we get the the great story of the road of Damascus where Paul was going to Damascus to to really just clean up the rest, make sure there's no loose ends and take the rest prisoners. And as he goes there, as he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him and he fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I think it's interesting right there that he knew that it was Lord. He said, I am Jesus, whom you persecute. Right? He says, now get up. Go into the city. And you'll be told what to do. This is a man named Saul that's killed Christians, probably hundreds of Christians, and definitely gave orders to kill more. We celebrate the conversion of Saul to Paul, but then we look like evil in our own backyard as people like Dahmer, and we can't hardly even think about him being in heaven with us. 
if the Bible's right, and I hope it is, I want the Bible to be true to me just like it is to Paul. And if it's true to Paul and if it's true to me, even the struggles that I have in my own heart with evil people, I hope it's true to Jeffrey Dahmer. And and I know the, the hurt and the pain that he has caused to so many families and so many different people. But when I read the word, man, it didn't say to the ones that just done a little bit, to the small sins. But the word tells us a sin is a sin. That on just scales are always the same. But it was in your backyard. It feels a little bit different when it's when it's persecution on you, when it's a sin uh, uh, committed to you. That it's different. But as Christians, so easy for us to justify certain actions and not other actions and who we who we want in, in, in heaven with us and who we don't listen I'm not saying here that that Jeffrey Dahmer lived his life out as, as, as faith and he truly committed his life to the Lord because I don't know I'm not that judge but if it's true of what he's saying if you want to go to heaven if you have a chance to hold on to the gospel so does Dahmer and I think that we have to get our eyes off on what he did the horrific terrible things that he did while he was living in the world instead of the things that he did when he gave his life to Christ because there's reports of him going around prisons and leaving Christian tracts and trying to talk to other people about this newfound faith that he had in Jesus because listen at the end of the day, the things that he did in this world came back, came back to uh, to get him. And that's why he was murdered in prison, because uh, some of the horrific things that he done. That's one thing about the things that we do in our life that giving ourselves to the Lord doesn't excuse the sin in our life. We will have to pay for those sins. We will have to come to reckoning with the Lord Jesus when we stand at the throne. Will he say, good job? Or will he say, what have you done with the time that I've given you? I just wanted to leave with that today. And there's a lot of things going on in this world and there's a lot of people that are holding the flag of 
in the name of Jesus about a lot of different things. And I know the, the word says there's going to be a, a lot of people that stand and, and claim the name of Jesus. And the Lord is going to say, I don't know you. And I don't know if that's Dahmer or the people around me. But what I do know is I want to stand firm at the throne one day. Well done, good and faithful servant. And if that's you, man, I want to encourage you, stay strong. There are things that happen in this world that, that we don't understand. And, and, and I, there's people in this world that are are evil and all of us at the end of the day are inherently sinful and but the great news is there is this man named Jesus that no matter what we've done and what sin that we've committed there's nothing too big for Jesus let me know what you think at the refuge project on twitter refugeproject at gmail.com send me something tell me what you think about this whole Jeffrey Dahmer situation where we all thought he was this evil evil man which in one part of his life he was uh, for sure but then it sounds like he found Jesus and are we going to be celebrating and worshiping and singing love songs to Jesus together one day in heaven man I hope so I hope so. I also hope and pray that the destruction that he left on this earth, that those people will get their healing. They'll get their release from this pain that he's caused. Right? Well, just think about it a little bit. Send me a little bit of response on Twitter, on email. And let's just discuss this a little bit more because I think it's interesting because we we, we, we think, man, when we bring these people off the street so they walk in in the back door of our church and they raise their hand and they walk down to the aisle and then we celebrate. We celebrate what they've done. But when the evilness looks at us in our eyes, stares down our soul because we know what they've done. We have this unsettling thing that's bouncing back off of our truth of what we believe. And sometimes it's hard to swallow. It's hard to swallow. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. And we love you. This is The Refuge Project.